Hello, I'm Ian. And I'm Darren, and welcome to Average Bikers in a Cave. A show where a group of average bikers chat and share opinions about all things motorbike. From news, reviews, interviews and the big questions. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, tell your friends and leave us a review. On today's show, episode 42, it's not our usual ramblings, all news or check-in. No, this is a little special pre-Christmas treat. We have a special guest joining us for a little chat. It's only Dave Perry from Wheelie Good TV. This week's episode is sponsored by Afterground, an exceptional drone, wedding, portraiture and events photography and videography company that specialises in capturing video and images on the ground and in the air in a style that is modern yet timeless, interesting and vibrant with a focus on exhilarating moments and pure fun. Using their experience, skills and knowledge, they will work with you to ensure your videos and photos are exactly the way you want them. For more information or to chat to the team, head over to www.afterground.com or check out their Facebook page. And just just as well you said that, I just made sure all the buttons were on, everything was red, there was a timer started, so we definitely are recording, which is good. Nice. That's a good start. That's, yeah. aye, that is definitely a good start. Or oh, that would have been a complete colossal waste of our Saturday evening, gents. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, let's start up then. So we have again, as we always promised, more exciting guests on the show. And oh my god, we have a cracker this week, ladies and gentlemen. I'm genuinely super excited to welcome to our humble little show, YouTube star, motorbike influencer, ice cream expert, seriously nice bloke. It's only Dave Perry from Really Good TV. Dave, how are you doing? I'd actually, uh, uh, that was some intro, first of all. I'd actually forgotten <laughs> about the about the ice cream series that how I could, did. How could you forget about the ice cream series? I was well, well, yeah. <laughs> You know, now that we're in the cold, dark, freezing nights, the ice creams seem like about ten years ago, don't they? So, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait! I can't wait to get out next year and start uh, sampling some more ice creams. Mind you, saying that, I, I, I'll I'll dive straight in if you don't mind. No, go it ahead. It was one. It was one of the strands on the YouTube channel which really didn't work. Really, uh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, uh, like, so it had its sort of core following. I think of about mm-hmm. ten people who really, really loved it. You're obviously one of them. And uh, uh, but every Saturday morning, when the ice cream series went out, you could literally see the subscribers drop not dropping off the channel. So because we had such a bloody awful uh, summer here in Ireland. Uh, when the shops started taking the ice cream machines in, I thought actually it's probably for good reason. Then, uh, you know, um, it's a so, hidden uh, message. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you can never tell. You got to try these things. You know what I mean? And by God, did I try the ice cream? <laughs> oh. I, 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 I'm still trying to get rid of the inches off the waistline. <laughs> no, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I must have been one of the ten because I actually I, I quite enjoyed that. But then it's it's silly little things that I actually quite enjoy because everybody's doing bike reviews and all that kind of stuff. I like to see stuff that's a little different. So that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? I know when obviously we talked about Bruce before we started before we came on, and obviously yeah. him and him and Chopsy did their kind of chasing 
like the best fish supper and things like that. And it's that's like, right. yeah, that's you know I mean, yeah. I think that that your series on ice cream inspired me and Ian to go on a Friday night run rather than go on the chip shop run, which is the usual. It was the yeah. let's go for an ice cream. So we <laughs> set off on the bikes, doing little back roads, and got ourselves a nice wee mint chalk chip ice cream. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. No, that's good. Well, I, I, to be honest, that happened uh, organically. I didn't sort of sit down and think, right, what can I do is another idea on the YouTube channel. Uh, it's like I found myself anyway on a Saturday afternoon or whenever it was just nipping out for an ice cream on a motorbike. Not that we need any excuse to go anywhere on a bike, of course, but uh, that was always one of the things I would do just like for a half hour spin. And that's where I came up with the idea of keeping it local in the county where I live, which is the county of Cavan. Uh, in Ireland, always nice. raining. <laughs> yeah, again, you don't need to tell us. We're on the west coast of Scotland. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. summer's yeah. two days of mild sunshine. Yeah, I'm actually in Dundee in a fortnight's time on a job over there. Oh, so, are you? Um, well, I yeah, hope. so it's a it's a good old trek. I'm driving the car, not not, not the bike. Oh, current weather, current weather. That's probably a good shout. Yes, yes, we woke up We woke up to about an inch and a half of snow this morning Which is just bizarre From nowhere, it's like, there's snow And I was I'll wear the the thermals, I'll wear the thermals then Yeah, well I'm Uh, sat in the office I'm sat in the office sporting the uh, the Zero fit, do you know what I mean? Because it's that cold, so yeah It's um, definitely (laughs) wrap up, even if you're in the car Wrap up I'll be sitting with my electric gloves on soon Yeah, (laughs) in the car? Brilliant, never thought of that yeah. I was I was most disappointed. I was actually gonna my wife's away this weekend, she's away at a conference and um I've a risers came for her bike and I went, I'll just fit them over the weekend and then take your bike out and play with it. Um but obviously the snow came so that's not happening. You know I mean so yeah. I'm not even fitting them because uh, the temptation to take her bike out would just be too great and it's just not worth it. Not worth we it. We don't really get a lot of snow here, you know, on Island. Uh, in fact I think what one of the last Good downpours of snow I uh, I've seen was when I lived in Newcastle, just 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 beneath you. Um, so yeah, I I haven't seen a good uh, a good covering of snow for uh, a while. East coast, the east east coast, kind of Newcastle up towards Edinburgh, Aberdeen. That's that's quite that can be quite bad for snow. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh the tune. Huh? Do you miss the it? The tune. I, um, do you know what? I, occasionally, I get back there um, with work, and uh, I never think I miss it. But then, when I'm there, I think, "Oh, yeah, I need to get back here more often." In fact, it's it's not even the tune, as you call it. It's not even Newcastle as much. It's um, it's Northumberland, the surrounding areas. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. I've always, yeah. I've always had a, a a love for the countryside, you know, uh, a fondness for anything green, and uh, I love the rambling, and especially since I got back into the motorbikes and everything. In fact, one of the things I'm going to do next year, one of the first things I have planned next spring, is the Northumberland 250, um, oh, yeah. which is on um, the it was some clever soul came up with that to. Well, I, I I don't like to say copy, but in the sort of you know in the same guise as the uh, the the Scottish uh, the, the five hundred you have, and then we have the Northern Ireland Antrim coastline, which I yeah. did this year, yeah, uh, and then obviously the Wild Atlantic way, so yeah, all stunning scenery. Yeah, we'll, we'll come on, we'll come on to that, we'll come on to that later on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the uh, the inner the inner the inner shining series. Which was um, it actually it, it, we'll touch on it later because we had a we've got a whole thing planned for next year and that just 
totally threw in a little curveball, which is like <laughs> they're going that way now. So yeah. <laughs> But I'll yeah. shut up then. <laughs> we'll, we'll come on to that. There's a whole section on that. <laughs> Where's the best ice cream shops? Um, all right, cool. Well, we usually start with our usual four questions. We usually have kind of four yes. questions just so that everybody gets to know a little bit about you, more so sure. from a biking perspective, and then we'll get on to the real juicy stuff with the channel and all that stuff. So, Ian, you want to kick us off? Well, just what was the start of what you're currently riding, but obviously you've got your you've got your your bike that you like to lick behind you. But um, what what are you currently riding at the minute, Dave? And 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 enjoying being on. If you like the guys that are listening, know if they haven't picked up in the channel yet. Well, um, I, I, I'm lucky enough to have a few bikes, okay, and I've tried to sort of cover every genre of bike mm. um but my all year round bike and the bike i preach about constantly is my gs but i have a bit of a problem um so i put the gs in for its annual service 3 weeks ago and i took out a courtesy bike i took out the 1250 the gsa uh, whilst they were servicing my bike and they'd already sort of said to me it'll be 4 or 5 hours and you know when the phone goes after half an hour and it's the garage, you know it's trouble. Uh, yes. uh, so so mm -hmm. they rang me up to inform me that the front and the rear shocks had gone in my GS. Uh, so I, I wasn't too happy about that, especially when they landed uh, the, the, the cost on me to see what it would cost to repair, well, to supply and fit front and rear mm -hmm. shocks. Uh, which that was going to be four thousand three hundred euro. Uh, so for uh, like, I put it in for a service which was going to be about one hundred and seventy euro, and then uh, got oh landed with a r rather larger oh. bill. Well, oh. well, actually, I didn't get landed with a bill at all because they didn't get the gig. Um, so um, I, I took it to my local bike shop, um, which is only about forty minutes from where I live, um, and uh, they've stripped the bike down. They've sent the shocks over to the UK to be rebuilt and um they're currently on the way back so the bike should be getting uh i'm nice. saying rebuilt uh put, put back together next week so hopefully i'll have a brand new uh, uh well a brand new feeling bike you know i couldn't figure out what was wrong with it i just wouldn't accept that both shocks were gone mm. but i knew there was something um uh, sort of not right with it and, and it, it was only happening when i was going over uh like a pothole or a drain or something like that and i thought it was the center stand i thought it was the spring on the center stand because it felt like the center Just... stand was sort of uh, hitting the bottom of the mm. bike every time i go over a bump and uh, i never for the life of me thought that both shocks would be gone but i tell you it's a it's an expensive thing as i'm sure anybody else uh knows you know if you've experienced your shocks going on a gs i mean it's a premium bike and uh, that's what everybody keeps telling me you know you've got to, if you're riding a premium bike you've got to be prepared to pay premium prices when something yeah. goes wrong with it yeah, totally. uh, and and all that at a time when i was fully expecting to uh maybe upgrade uh, to the 1300 I, I, I bet you any money that was on your list of questions as well so i'll save that <laughs> no actually <laughs> We actually gave that one a complete blank, purely for that reason that you've said it a couple of times in the past couple of, in the past couple of little segments on YouTube. The price of the new GS while you're there, obviously in Ireland, and it's just astounding. Do you know I mean it's absolutely frightening that much money yeah. for for a, for a bike for all? Yeah. It's, you know I mean it's probably haven't ridden it, seen it, sat on it and stuff, but haven't ridden it yet. 
Um, but yeah, it's a lot of money for a bike. A lot of money for a bike. It's a lot of money, but uh, uh, and what I find more astounding is how many people are able to go out there and buy the bike on spec without having ridden it and spend the uh, well in Ireland fully loaded mm. the green one, the Tramantuna, uh, the option seven hundred nine fully loaded over here. It's thirty two grand with the luggage and everything, and uh, it's unbelievable how many people have gone out and uh, spent the money. And listen, if you can afford to do that, fair play to you. Uh, I just hope the bike lives up to your dreams. I know certainly if I had the money to spend like that, I'd certainly want to ride it first. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although I do like it, I do like it. I did sit on it as well, and you know, having very short legs, um, and I got my foot in the feet in the floor. I was like, oh no, actually, this is this is this is actually a potential. Uh, um, purchase in the future, and then I saw the price. So yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah I know. Yeah, yeah. So, so back to the drawing board. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. what do you think of the headlight? This headlight. I mean, I don't know if it's the best market employee mm. ever or the worst because it certainly has the nation talking about it, uh, even though it has split uh, opinion. You know, um, but do you like the headlight? I love it. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I do. Mm. Um, I, I was, I was never a fan of the kind of off center light. On the on the twelve fifty, so yeah. But it, it was one of those ones. It's even when when they when they went with the asymmetrical off center headlight thing, everyone yeah. I remember at the time was like, "Oh no, why would you? Have this? It's not. It's off center. It's ugly. It's no." But then that just became a GS. It was renowned for it. So the fact mm -hmm. that they've changed it, it's it's you kind of go, "Well, you didn't like it when they changed it way way back, and now they've changed it again. You don't like it yeah. again, but." I, I think it's much better. I, I prefer it like that. It is much better looking. And the overall bikes actually seems a lot s slimmer, seems a lot shorter as well. It does seem as if it's a lot more sportier, which yeah. again, some people may like. The purest GS riders may not like it. You can't I, I, please everybody. I have no doubt that in two or three years' time, uh, when the dust settles, you know, um, you know, we may well uh, not even think about the headlight anymore. It'll just be standard. It'll be there. We'll all be used to it. We'll certainly start recognising them when they're out on the road. I'm sort of looking forward to seeing what they look like on the road, you know, because I've only ever seen them on sort of photographs mm -hmm. or in the showroom. Never seen one on the road. But, uh, well, it's the same as how we recognise a GS on the road now with the asymmetrical light. I think two or three years' time, the same will happen with this um, uh, the cross light, or however it's referred to, I don't even know how it's referred to, but yeah, we'll we'll accept it. You know, but uh, uh, nobody likes change, really. You know, especially mm -hmm. when we've all been so in love with that classic shape of the GS. And I mean, I and I've famously said this on every video I do about me GS, um, and and I don't mind admitting that I'm shallow. But I choose any bike. <laughs> I choose any bike. The same with me, woman. I, I go for the looks first, and then I find out what they're like uh, be, be, behind the mask, sort of thing. You know, who <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? You know, really. Let's be honest. You know, you, that's right. That's right. You know, yeah, you, yeah. You don't want to be riding through town in something that you don't feel like you look the bee's knees on. I mean, that's, that's why. That's why I love my Speedmaster because it's, it's it's that fifties classic. You know, I'm Marlon Brando when I'm on that, even though I'm yeah, absolutely, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm more Marlon 
haggis, you know, with the shape of me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, no, absolutely. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And I think you'll probably yeah. be just about every biker shallow. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's got to be the right colour, the right size, the right look. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, if, if if it rides well after that, then it, it's got the job, you know. So. It, it's one of those things you always see, don't you see when we talk about if you're saving money in biking, like buying, buying gear. Because and it's, you know if you're buying gear, buy gear at the end of the season because bikers are yeah. so vain they want the new stuff. So there's always great That's deals true. on last year's style of leathers or last year's clothes because bikers are so vain. So yeah, yeah, we're a vain bunch, aren't we? Aren't we? Yeah. Well, really, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, and I tell you what, it's a, it's a pricey business being vain, isn't it? Oh. Right. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyone, you know, I mean, we always, and I've done it, you know, I mean, everyone says, oh, biking, it's really expensive. And you go, no, 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 it's not that expensive. You know, I mean, you save on fuel, my insurance is cheaper. I save on time yeah. getting to the office and back from the office. And yeah. that, you can't put money on, you can't put money on that time saved. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But when and, you look then, at it, you then, then you go, a, yeah. I need a new helmet. That's another yeah. 500 quid. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you got a bell for shocks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, un, un, unbelievable. I'm also looking at a new helmet as well, of course. So na, na, I'll tell you exactly where I'm at. So my thinking now is, if I get my 1200 GS back and it rides like new again, which I'm hoping it will. Um, uh, uh, by the way, I'm not spending anywhere near 4,300 getting it all uh, uh, repaired. <laughs> I, I'm spending about a quarter of that. Uh, and uh, so I hope it comes back feeling like new. So now part of the strategy is, well, I've it's not even a strategy. I've completely knocked off the list, the new 1300GS, just on looks. And I'm sure it rides perfectly. Funny you should mention that. That segue is lovely. I'm actually test riding it next um, Friday. No, next Saturday. Um, so I am looking forward to that, but I know that I'm not going to get off it and think, all right, I have to buy one of these because I just can't get over the looks of it. Just not for me. So um, so now I'm thinking uh, uh, one of the things I'll consider is to keep my bike, which is perfect. Um, you know, I just don't want it to get my GS is 2016. I just didn't want it to lose too much money by getting too old. Uh, but then I've only got like 32,000 kilometers on it. So, uh, it's you know, it, it's done nothing. nothing. So yeah. it's, it's got a long way to go. So uh, so I'm already looking at buying the, the new helmet. And it's one of those uh, it's one of those arguments with myself. Well, listen, if I'm not buying a new GS, it's no problem. I can buy the new helmet. And like exactly. the wife can't say anything because. The way that I would look at it is, is you I mean, you're not spending all of that getting the front getting the suspension sorted you're you're actually saving money because you're not spending the 4300 euro it's it's, it's about a quarter of that you're, so you're, saving you're being money. you're being fiscally responsible absolutely so yeah buy what you like. yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean <laughs> i mean it, it's it's a huge win win i've saved money on the suspension i've saved money not buying the new gs uh, so therefore, l l listen. I've got to get the new helmet. Um, uh... you're, you're, you're thirty grand up, and you haven't put in. You <laughs> That's right. Yeah, put in your hand your pockets. Perfect. Now I know what it feels like to win the lottery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm nodding, but I have no idea what it feels like to win a lottery. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> We're all in the same club, I think. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, cool. so what what got you into biking then? So. Um, oh, yeah, you, you, years kind of, you, ago. you did say, yeah, you said there, I got back into bikes. So as, as that kind of an on and off thing that you've been um, uh, 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 
not so much on and off. It was on and then it was off for 30 years because I had an accident. So I had a CBR 600 um, F. In fact, I'm still trying to find that exact model. It was a 1993 uh, model. It was an incredible bike. Loved it. Came off it the same day I picked it up from M&S Motorcycles in Newcastle. Uh, went into the back of a car, uh, boy racers uh, who uh, <clears> were trying to race me on the way home from the motorbike shop, wouldn't race them because I was new on the bike and uh, they pulled in front of me and slammed the brakes on. I went straight into the back of them. Um, so I came off, couldn't walk for about three months, I think it was. And um, I took a 30-year break from bikes. And awesome. uh, so whilst I sort of stayed off the bikes, uh, the bikes never really left me, you know. And, uh, oh, geez, I would always be looking at them, admiring them, and often think uh, that I'd get back into it. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. So I had myself, I bought myself, oh, this was like five years ago, a couple of years before lockdown. I bought myself just a... Um, a Yamaha Dragster, I think, what size engine was it? 535, was it? Uh, just to keep yeah. in the garage yeah. and to ride around the country lanes where I live and, you know, just to scratch the itch sort of thing um, when the need took me. So I had that in the garage for two years and it did exactly what it said on the tin. You know, I maybe rode it once a month. Um, I didn't really get the bug again from that. But um, in lockdown, uh, uh, I was still allowed to move around because I was filming for the TV channels over here and making documentaries about COVID and whatever else. So we had one of the passes where we could actually travel. And there was one day uh, I had to drop a, a hard drive with all the footage on down to the editor in Dublin. And it was a beautiful sunny day. And I thought, feck it, I'll take the Yamaha Dragster. And it was that moment. It was like an epiphany, one of those moments, mm. you know, and I was on the bike riding down to Dublin and I just thought, oh, my God, this is the feeling I haven't felt in 30 years. And there was the wind in my face and the, uh, I wouldn't say freedom. I don't know what it was. Everything inside me just ignited. And on my way back uh, uh, up home, after dropping the hard drive off to the editor, I thought, OK, I'm in trouble now because th this is the bug I was waiting to come and bite me. And that was the moment. And I still remember it as I'm talking to you now. I still remember that feeling inside of me. Now, at the time, I was flying something called a paramotor, uh, much to my wife's, uh, um, you know, I would I would say annoyance. But uh, I tested her nerves flying around in that thing. She was terrified every time I went out in it. So, um, and I was sort of getting bored with that sort of stuff. So, I got home from this journey. I walked into the kitchen and I said, I've good news and bad news. She said, start with the good news. I said, I'm packing in the flying. Oh, she said, thank God for that. What's the bad news? I said, I'm getting back in the motorbikes in a, in a big way. So then I went off and bought the FGR 1300, which I couldn't bloody keep upright. <laughs> but that's how I got back into it. Uh, brilliant. Amazing. I mean, and what would be your dream bike then if, if, if you had, you know, any bike in, in, in the world, what is your dream bike? I've always fancied a Ducati, okay, uh, uh, just to sit and look at. I, I, I do that with me bikes. I just love looking at them. And actually, one of the bikes which I loved looking at more than I enjoyed riding is the Royal Enfield, the Continental GT, the Chrome one. And I, that lived in the house for two years before I built the garage here because I didn't want to go in rusty. And it was one of those bikes which just made me smile. I just loved looking at it. And I think uh, I, at some stage I'm going to have to push the boat out and 
try and get it, me hands on a Ducati, even if I only own it for six months. Uh, I'd I'd love to own yeah. a Ducati, and I I, I you know um, I think the uh, the Street Fighter, the V four S Street Fighter, I, 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 I just think it's 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 amazing. Uh, to be honest, I find it a bit intimidating, but I I would be a bit like that if something intimidates me. I've got to give it a go, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh, totally, yeah, so. yeah. No, I mean the 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 Ducati stuff at the moment is just. God, I, I love the wee scramblers. I think those wee scramblers have brought out just look mm. so much fun. You know, sitting on one end. I've, the, I've, I've never ridden one. I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love I'd to. I'd love to take that out. But I don't. Uh, the Diavo, I would. That would be for me. The yeah. Diavo, absolutely. Yeah. Old Diavo. That that that's an incredible looking bike. Once in a while, I love it when somebody breaks the mold. And when Ducati came along with the Diavel and uh, brought that out, I just thought, oh wow, no, that's something different looking. In fact, uh, it, uh, I think we've already mentioned at the beginning, or was it before we were recording the um, the Street Triple, uh, which I've just got got my hands on, the seven six five RS. When I three or four years ago when I was wondering what bike to buy to get back into the bike. And, and the Street Triple was one of those bikes I looked at and I thought, who on earth in their right mind would choose that bike? That's possibly the most ugly, the ugliest <laughs> bike I've ever seen. Those bulbous headlights on the front. And now I've got one sitting in my hall. <laughs> <laughs> and, every time, yeah. and every time you pass it, you lick it. You know what I mean? So, aye. <laughs> I, I I can't help. I can't. I I I just. It was in the office, uh, sitting behind me here, uh, underneath the television. I've I've got to keep it in here because uh, I can't insure it yet uh, because it's not registered. I'm waiting until what three or four weeks time for 2024. So um, it's therefore not insured in my garage. It has to stay in the house under a separate. Well, the house insurance. Uh, so it's just it's become a huge problem because every time I look at it. I, I, it stops me in my track. I know it, it stops me in my mm. tracks, and I, I, yeah, I just have to stare at it, you know, <laughs> or lick it. <laughs> I don't see how that's a problem having a brand new seven six five RS <laughs> in your living room. I don't yeah. see that as a problem. It, I see that as a statement piece. Cut, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, uh, do, you, do you know what? If I could afford it and just to have it as a piece of furniture. It would absolutely tick the box. It's, it, it's. I, I think it's one of the most beautiful bikes out there on the market at the moment. But hey, listen, we, it, it's all subjective, and that's what bikes are there to do. That's why we have a marketplace, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Each and every yeah, one yeah, of us yeah. likes or prefers something mm. else. But, but this, I just, and I don't mind revealing here on your podcast, boys. I traded in my Aprilia RS six sixty, <gasps> which, yeah, uh, 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 to make that purchase happen. Uh, but you know, before the street fight that came along, uh, and before I set eyes on it, I thought the Aprilia RS660 in the color that I had, the acid gold, I just thought it was Stunning. striking. And what an incredible bike! Uh, I, I have to say, I'm a little bit nervous because if the street fighter doesn't live up to the Aprilia RS660, I am going to feel as though I've made the biggest mistake ever. But um, I just love the RS660. The Aprilia, Aprilia, though, is one of those bikes that if you ask anyone what's the one bike they'd want to own, a lot of people do say an Aprilia. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm, again, we've mm-hmm. got a friend, very yeah. good friend of ours, that owns a V4, and he absolutely loves it. Wow. Loves it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, aye, it's one of those yeah. ones. But I rode one. I, I took one out for a day, and I thought if I owned... The V4, I, 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 I wouldn't. I'd, I'd absolutely shorten my life expectancy. 
Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe how how quick it was. Uh, it was it was amazing. Um, it was amazing. But I just thought, no, I I I know what I'd be like if I owned one of them. But the six sixty, you know, was still brilliant fun. Uh, yeah. And all the fun on that bike is down low, which was great. You didn't have to take it up to eight or nine thousand revs. Yeah. It was all down there at four or five thousand revs. Cracking bike, loved it. Now you now now you're making me question the, 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 the <laughs> what I've done. I haven't yeah. even I, ha- I haven't even ridden the street uh, triple yet, and I'm thinking, oh god, I've made a mistake. Yeah, but once <laughs> once you got once you got off the show, you'll walk past it in the living room and you'll go, no, I made the right decision. So yeah, yeah. it's it's no, it's I think you're good. right. Yeah, yeah. I um I I made a video last week which has hasn't actually gone out yet, but because I can't ride any bikes at the minute because of the bloody awful weather. Um, um, I was making a video last week just uh, about all the little accessories and the the modifications and everything which I'd bought to go on, and I was fitting them all last week. And talk about a test of willpower! Like once I'd done everything, and the bike was just sitting there smiling at me, saying, "Right, come on, get on, let's go for a spin." Uh, to 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 not go out on a bike, mm. then I tell you, um. I'm a I'm a better I'm a stronger man than I thought I was. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I could do it. Yeah, I mean it, it was bad enough. My son um, bought a motor, bought his first motorcycle, and he hadn't even passed his test. So the yeah. he bought a, bought himself a Bobber twelve hundred, and it was just sitting outside my house. And I was like, I I I, I have to keep it running. Honest. I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't not take it out and take it for a run. So yeah, yeah. no, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. No, it's well done. Well, well done. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, the air, the air's not out yet. There's still time. <laughs> <laughs> I did remember if I watching. To, if I get to the first of January and I can still say well done to myself, then I've cracked it. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching the Unreal video, and I was like, "Oh, it's a nice bike." You know what I mean? Because obviously, we we've got good friends at, at Triumph. There's a Triumph garage quite close to us, yeah. and um, sound a few times. It's like this a beautiful looking bike. And then you said, "But I'm not going to register it until January," and I was like, "That was like six weeks away. Well, how is he oh. going to manage that?" I know. So I know. no, yeah. we're right behind you. Yeah. Stay strong. Yeah, I mean, it's, I it's 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 the color I fell in love with when I saw them. You know, I just oh, yeah. was like, that's that's. I mean, I'm, I've got a big thing about black and yellow anyway, but you know, just the color that just anything that's in that color scheme. You know, yeah. it's, I just fall in love with it. I think that's probably my my first bike was a Suzuki GSX F six hundred, and it was and it was black and yellow. And, oh yeah, beautiful. Uh, yeah. yeah. And when I, I I turned into my Batman bike, I'm a bit of a Batman fan, so <laughs> you know, so the Batman badges and everything on it. So yeah, and then when I, when I, a bit like you, I took a break from bike from biking for a while, but um, only just because logistically I couldn't have one uh, at the time. I was going across in New Zealand with my son and all these kind of things. So um, right. and then when I came back and I got a Triumph Street Cup again in yellow. Yeah. So you know, so yeah. to have a to have oh, a so red speedmaster is a bit a bit weird. It's a bit weird having a red bike at the minute. So you know, I may have to. So so you have a, 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 you you've got a red speedmaster in you. Yeah, I've got the speedmaster chrome edition. Yeah, so, all right, beautiful, yeah. stunning, uh, stunning. And Darren, what are you what what are you riding there, Darren? Uh, I've got the Baja Orange Harley Davidson Pan America Special. Oh wow, stunning! So, yes, that's great. It's um well, I, it's one I, of those ones. I, I quite like the bike, but it's it's again, it's a marmite bike. You either love it or you hate it, especially with that headlight. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Well, n- next year I'm going off to do Route 66, uh, and uh, I'm doing it with a, a group of uh, I think there's 70 odd bikers signed up at the minute for it, and it's all to raise money for Temple Street Hospital over here in Ireland, uh, which is a children's hospital. Uh, and they do it every other year. And uh, part of the gig is we do it on a Harley Davidson. And I've never ridden a Harley. But I, I think if you're a biker, then I'm sure most people's bucket list would include Route 66 on it. And then to do it on a Harley, uh, you know, now I know most of the route is closed and it's not the original route. But um, it, nevertheless, we're still going to be riding through uh, different time zones and uh, to do it all on a Harley. Yeah, it's going to take no, two, I, two weeks to do. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to do it, you're doing a Harley. That's that's the ah, you have to really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure I'll be saying that after the fortnight's up and I've got an ass like a pie crust, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and and you let that shaking constantly. <laughs> but of course, I I I already know what I'm like, and I know there's the great danger of me coming back from that and buying a Harley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Especially, I know. Yeah. especially with Harley's yeah. prices at the minute. If you, if you, if you I mean, think the yeah, BMW is expensive, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's, we'll a it's a general bugbear how they can keep putting yeah. the prices yeah. up and expecting to sell bikes. It's, it's, but that's a whole other show. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I, I, I tell you what, uh, Harley Davidson, uh, when they certainly rose like a phoenix from the ashes, uh, from the ashes recently, didn't they? I mean, they were having huge financial uh, trouble, weren't they? And uh, not that long ago, if I remember rightly, about four years ago. Um, what I suppose um, mm-hmm. was a just at the t- um just before covid yeah yeah uh, and obviously then covid must have affected well any manufacturer not just with motorbikes but, but with anything so um, uh, they've done well to keep going to stay going i know if gibson guitars were in financial trouble then it can happen to any uh, any company oh absolutely yeah yeah totally yeah thanks i mean i don't think i don't think from certain from things i watched are even out the woods yet Really, yeah, you know, yeah. um, um, but it's just it's just where, where they go with their with their marketing plans now because they've got an awful lot of an awful lot of big, big, expensive bikes and yeah. not not a lot to bring people in to their brand. You know, yeah. Triumph have just brought out the four hundreds, the speed, that's right. you know, the speed four hundred and the the four hundred scrambler, and that's what an amazing thing to bring out and bring people in to your Triumph yeah. brand. You know, yeah, um, it's like it's it's attracting a new audience, really, isn't it? Yeah, and a new yeah, generation yeah. of bikers, hopefully. Yeah. And, um, uh, Triumph really seemed to have it right over the last couple of years. You know, mm-hmm. says he now uh, an honorary Triumph, Triumph honor. fanboy. <laughs> 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 no, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> I even got the T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You have to buy the T-shirt. Absolutely. <laughs> Right. So, um, well, let's let's go on to some of the main questions then for you, Dave, because we know that, uh, um, all you know, right. with all your kind of YouTubey stuff and everything that you do, you've yeah. you you get a varied selection of vids on your channel, some reviews and and all this tips and tricks, um, you know, all the kind of stuff about ice cream, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What is your favourite stuff to shoot and edit? You know, because I, I I actually enjoy the editing side of things when I'm doing videos, uh, probably more than the shooting side of things. But that's it's warmer for start. But you know, but, uh, you know, but if, if you were choosing all the stuff, what what's your what is your favorite or what would you want to shoot that you've not shot yet? Well, uh, 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 that's dead easy for me to answer. That I love 
the little trips where I go away for three or four days. Um, uh, for instance, the one I did this year, which was the Northern Ireland, uh, the Antrim coastline. Now, I'd been researching that. What what I try and do, and now I don't know how many of your listeners are aware what I do for um, a living, first of all, but I, I, I'm a cameraman, a, a television cameraman for a living. So I've sort of... Uh, Grown up, well, I've been a cameraman for thirty-five years, so uh, I could definitely say it's 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 the better part of my life, you know, the best part of my life. I've been behind the lens, so because of that, what I love to do is to research stories and dig stories out. For instance, the graveyard in Larne, uh, when I went off to do the Northern Irish coastline. So rather than me just riding around saying, "Oh, that's pretty," or um, "Oh, look at that over there," or "Isn't this great?" and "Doesn't this feel great?" I try and sort of research stories along the way, like sort of interesting sort of tidbits, if you like, and interesting places to visit. And uh, the graveyard and lawn, uh, um, you put me on the spot there a bit, I'll be honest, but that <laughs> graveyard and lawn, uh, it, you know, it took me nearly six months to research the story. I'm not going to wow. spoil it for your listeners. If anybody wants to check it out, then they can. But what an incredible story. Uh, and since I did that, the, the, there's huge interest, of course. And now there's, uh, well, I'm seeing a couple. There's one TV uh, company um, asking me about it uh, because they want to do something bigger on it, uh, you know. But uh, it's little things like that. So I spend as much time and I get as much enjoyment out of researching the stories as I do actually going off to do the ride, you know, um, so things like that. And then uh, last uh, last year, uh, Connemara, um, yeah, that's one of the most beautiful places I've ever ridden a motorbike over in the west of Ireland. And uh, again, I researched some incredible stories on that. So I, I love doing that. Now, I'll be honest, uh, my weakest point is the editing. So I, my strongest point is the research, and uh, mm, I'm yeah, yeah. okay. I'm okay at riding a motorbike. <laughs> I think we're saying I'm okay at filming it. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> forty-five years of cameraman. Yeah, but, <laughs> but 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 then when when I get back here and I've seen it all and I've researched it all and I've done it all, I just want to get it out on YouTube. You know, I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to. I mean, the Northern Irish um, uh, series. I think it was only two. Uh, two programs in the end. I think they were about 45 minutes long each. Took nearly a fortnight to edit. You know yourselves, there's a lot of work which goes into it. Uh, and I, I, I've i got very little patience for that. I'd much rather be out filming, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, in fact, if I could get, if I was making enough money from YouTube and hopefully that'll happen one day, I'd love to have somebody do all the editing for me, you know, that way. <laughs> Um, that would be a bit of a luxury item for me at the minute. Uh, I'd love that, <laughs> but 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 that's the sort of stuff I love doing, and I'm I'm sort of a little bit sort of captured because in Ireland I can't get my hands on many bikes because we don't have uh, uh, main HQs for Honda or anybody else uh, over mm -hmm. here. All we have here in Ireland is motorbike shops, and now the ones I've approached have been very good to me. Mega bikes in Dublin. Uh, have let me pretty much take out whatever I want to take out. And then my local shop, literally half an hour from where I live, CC's uh, Unlimited, they're called in Kells. Uh, that's who I just bought the street triple from. 
uh, they've got a Ducati scrambler in. So it's funny you should be mentioning that mm-hmm. uh, a little bit earlier on. So they want me to take that out for a spin. And uh, they also have uh, a Ducati V4, mm-hmm. um, the the Pikes Peak. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, they have one of them. Now, I hope they're listening to this because I haven't really had the nerve to ask them if I can ride that yet. <laughs> but, 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 but I'm working on it. I'm just picking my moment. So if I can get me hands on that but uh but back to the point you know i just i can't get access to a great amount of motorcycles to ride that's pro- that, that's the reason i have five uh, uh of my own uh, because i've got to try and keep the youtube channel varied um you know i have no doubt um at least a thousand of my followers uh are in in india and they they all came on board when i got the royal enfield uh, and again, when I got the VFR 800 and restored that, I got another thousand uh, uh, followers over three months, uh, just people tuning in to see what I was doing with that bike. So it's amazing how many uh, uh, different bikes have a really select core uh, fan group, you know. And yeah, I know, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, and as I mentioned earlier, as I mentioned earlier, when I'm filming for TV, that's one of the things you never say. As I mentioned earlier, so, <laughs> <laughs> you'd think I'd know that by now. Uh, but but uh, for one of a better phrase, as I mentioned earlier, um, when I uh, uh, when people find out that I've sold the Aprilia, um, I have no doubt uh, I'll see you know uh, subscribers dropping off the channel because of that. So. Uh, but then you know that's balanced out by new people coming in for the Triumph Street Triple. So, you know, it all works in roundabouts. I, to be honest, I you know you can really get carried away uh, with all the analytics and everything. And the YouTube analytics are fantastic. You can literally see at what stage during any video somebody subscribed to you. Uh, so you could spend hours, days, weeks, you know, really studying to see what brings in people. But uh, I, I really would worry that it would become very addictive. Uh, oh, yeah. So I just I, I I check the stats every week to see how many new subscribers I got during the week, and that's as far as I go. That that's it. Yeah, it's become nice. it becomes addictive. You then start yeah. constantly watching yeah. it, and yeah, it's just ruin your life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I've learned a lesson in my three years of YouTubing. Um, and it's probably the lesson I got taught, first of all, by the likes of the, the Missing and Flyer um, and Richie Vida and Bruce, in fact, um, Teapot One. They all said to me, be yourself and don't give a stuff what anybody else thinks. Great, great words of, of wisdom. And that's where I'm at now. And it's taken a while to get there. Uh, you know, but I suppose now I'm starting to think with uh, the subscribers that I have, well, I must be doing something, you know, okay or watchable. Uh, and it's only now that I've really sort of got that sort of uh, sense of, uh, uh, because for years I had that thing which they call imposter syndrome. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. I couldn't yeah. believe, you know, I couldn't believe I had one subscriber. I mean, who on earth would want to tune in to watch me? And I, I, I carried that for a long, long time. And it would blow me away when I'd read some of the lovely comments and the amount of subscribers after certain videos coming on board. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And then, do you know what really cracked it for me was um, I went to the ABR festival last year. Um I uh, forget where it was. It, well, England, obviously. I forget uh, uh, the Hall. name uh, of the estate it was on. Yeah, the, the which was it? Darren? Ragley Hall. 
Ragley yeah. Hall, yeah. And uh, the feedback I got from people coming up then, uh, I came home from that and uh, I just thought, wow, it's blown me away. And it's only since that that I started believing. I wouldn't say believing in myself, otherwise I wouldn't have started the thing in the first place. But I came away from that thinking, do you know what? Whatever I'm doing is obviously working for uh, a lot of people, so I'll just carry on doing what I'm doing. And now I've sort of uh, thought to myself, I must. I well, I must be going all right, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm waffling here. I'm waffling no. here because I'm, I, I'm not the sort of person. To, I, I'm really not the type of person to sing my own praises. But I'm trying to say it without that, that's, sounding that's like definitely a, a west coast, west coast of the country kind of feeling, isn't it? You know, Scotland, west coast of Scotland and Ireland. You know, we've we've had it ingrained into us, haven't we? That it's a uh, that you, you you don't kind of it's, you don't blow your own trumpet. It's, a, it's, so, it's, it's more. I think it's just a north. Yeah, yeah. It's a northern yeah. thing. Do you know what I mean? Northern thing, it's, yeah. I think it's just yeah. a northern thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's just uh, no, we just get on with it and uh, yeah. don't you know what I mean sing your praises and all that kind of stuff. You just kinda crack on. But then what are you ten thousand plus subscribers yeah. on YouTube? That's not to be sniffed at. You must be doing something right. So Yeah. Do you think uh, your do you think your 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 experience as a cameraman helps you with that then? Do you think that's do you think your content is is that a help or is that a hindrance? Because you're you're maybe trying to do too much, being too arty or too um kind of TVA rather than YouTubery. I, I don't YouTube-y. think that's a real word, but you know what I mean, <laughs> YouTubery. <laughs> so, but you know, do you, no, do you... I do. No, and I, 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 yeah, and I fully relate to it, uh, Ian. And um, <clears throat> oh, I've just got a flash up here saying the internet connection is unstable. Can you still hear me? I, right? would, I, can, yeah. I would yep, still yeah, hear. Yeah. You. Oh, you can, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's good. Um, I, I, when I first started going out making videos, I used to spend hours getting the right shots, and you know, at one stage, I, I, I think I had four or five different cameras and lenses and all sorts, and the panniers were full of different lenses, and then I had the drone flying above me and everything. It was bloody crazy. Um, and you know, I think at the end of the day, there has to be a fine balance. People want to. Uh, a see the bike you're on and know a bit about the bike uh and b you know hear what you have to say uh, as well and i think as as long as there's a bit of uh, color as we call it in a bit of fluff and uh, a good few shots of the bike and the scenery i have learned to pare it back a bit because it was just becoming ridiculous now um the likes of andy the Missenden flyer spotted me because of the production value and uh, he rang me up one day and he said you're relatively unknown on YouTube. How are you getting the shots you're getting? How, why is your production value so good? That those were exact uh, his exact words, and he said that verbatim to to few other people on on his channel. Uh, so we became mates through that, and then he started uh, uh, basically shouting me out on his channel uh, with different videos that I'd made, and a lot of people who were following him then started following me and. The thing happened very quickly for me, um, but one thing uh, which has always so, sort of been the sort of common denominator is the, I, so, I suppose, the production value. There I go, blow me on bloody trumpet again when I said I wouldn't do that. Uh, but it's only because of what I do. It's only it's only because of what I do for a living. Uh, but but yeah, I, I've in fact, next year, I've already said, uh, set myself a little goal, and it's to reduce the amount of equipment I take away with me you know um I, I'd love to be able to do it on maximum two cameras and leave it at that you know 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 now now that the phones are so good, in fact, there's a great little camera which I've just bought actually uh, in, in the hope Uh-oh. that it reduces. <laughs> I know, yeah, no, because yeah. you and Ian, you and Ian have got exactly the same thought. If it's the same camera, I think you're going to mention. But when you go, well, well, I'll I'll tell you what it is, and let's see if it's the same. You can shout snap. It's the mm-hmm. Osmo Pocket Three. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an incredible camera. Yeah. So between that and the DJI uh, Action Three, which is what I have, um, oh, and of course the um, the Insta Three Sixty X Three for the for those incredible shots sticking out the side. Uh, I, I think between those cameras, I can get a massive production level. You know, uh, and I won't need to worry about anything else. Um, I, I, I'm not going to bother with the drone stuff um, in, unless I go away on a, a sort of week-long tour and the scenery is fantastic. Mm. There's just too much to think of. And it's dangerous, of course, when you're thinking about your content, your different camera angles and whatever else. I, I mean, let's not forget we're riding we're riding a machine, a two-wheel machine at that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and there's a I don't mind admitting there's a couple there's a couple of times I've nearly come a cropper because I'm thinking too much about what mm. I'm filming rather than that dare I say it uh, keeping my concentration on the road and uh, uh, you know and it's that which has made me sort of uh, wise up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I mean I'm I'm about like you in the sense of like we went down to the motorcycle live um, a couple of weekends ago and I had a big huge box full of different cameras and microphones and all these kind of things just so we can get the right content and all i did was take the pocket three yeah. <laughs> and walk through yeah, yeah the show with it you know yeah. you just take so much one one thing i've got i'm excited yeah. to using next year though is the um the hover x1 which is which is like a tiny wee drone that just you just hold in your hand but it gives you kind oh, of i haven't like seen that 2.7k oh. it's a cracking me thing yeah i mean it doesn't oh. go high it maybe only goes about 15 feet 30 feet away from you maximum so you know um, and yeah. but it's just you could stop take it out of your pocket do a kind of spin around the bike bring it back in i mean it's it's, it's an, an amazing wee bit of kit you should have a look at that if you um, know, i will uh, uh, that that's called the hover x1 is it yeah um, there we go I'm, box. I'm sure you there you go the hover Hover Air X1. Right, I'm writing that down. I'm writing that down now. You see, here's me talking about paring down the equipment. You've just sold me another piece of equipment. (laughs) Oh, that. But it sits in your back pocket. Yeah. It's the size of mobile phones. Brilliant. Yeah. And and, and would it be able to keep up, like, with the speed of a bike at sort of 20 miles an hour or something like that? No. Uh, 15 miles per hour, I think, is the maximum it can go. Okay, so, it could still come in handy for something though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to see if I've got it here. It's one of those ones. I know when we've <laughs> when we've had those kind of pan in, pan yeah. out shots, the drone's got that built in. You literally just hold it up and it goes mm-hmm. whoop, and then it goes wee, that, it flies that, in back in again. That is yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's it there. Yeah. It's fantastic. Pops, pops oh, open. wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's and what's great about it is it's all fully guarded, so you know it's not going to get damaged and it's not going to damage anybody. And you literally yes. turn it on, press the mode you want, and send it off. You don't need to pair it to your phone or anything. You can just take it out, take a shot, and then go. It's right. an amazing. I'll be checking it's that a out. Cracking little uh, kit. Start. I started how much, kick, are, uh, how much are they in? Four, four hundred, I think, roughly. I think. Well, yeah. Christmas is around the corner. Exactly, the wife's already yeah. asking what I would like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but so, so is so is the new Insta three sixty Ace Pro. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's a cracking camera. I know. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, so the low I, light I, on it looks amazing. I used to do uh, uh, bits and pieces. I wouldn't say affiliate. Uh, I, I was never affiliated with Insta360, but they sent me a few cameras, including the X3, just to make honest reviews and everything. Uh, and unfortunately, that was my downfall because I did make honest reviews, which is what I pride myself in doing with mm. stuff like that. Uh, I'm not going to pull the wood over anybody's eyes. And um, yeah, there was a couple of things that weren't uh, too happy about, not even with the Insta360 uh, X3. Um, that review was amazing because it is amazing it was the camera before that the one rs uh like from oh, yeah, yeah. when you know modular, when you put together yeah exactly great idea uh, uh in theory but uh from pressing the record button it took eight seconds to actually spring into record now when you're on a motorbike i'm not one of these guys who leaves the camera recording for the whole thing i just sort of stop and start mm-hmm. as and when i have something to say or something to look at and of course, by the time you were in the recording mode after press and start, you'd ridden well past the bloody thing you were going to yeah. talk about. You know, actually, that's one of my gripes about YouTube. I still get comments from subscribers not realizing that the video is two years old. You know, thinking that I've only posted it yesterday. Oh, my God, what a fantastic piece of kit. Thanks so much for, uh, you know, recommending this. And then you have to say, no, don't buy it. Like, whatever you do, don't buy it. Because compared to what's out there now, it's absolutely crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think um, I, you, you do a very good masterclass series on the channel as well, which we enjoy. Um, is that something you're going to be using going forward? Maybe maybe with an Osmo Pocket 3 special? That would be good. Uh, yeah, dead right. And, uh, it's funny you should mention it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's in production. Yes. You know, uh, uh, last year, uh, I think I've already mentioned, I built I built a garage last year because uh, uh, it was just getting bloody ridiculous. It, it, it was like I was hoarding bikes around the house. <laughs> <laughs> me wife, uh, me, my wife would keep finding, keep me finding motorbikes. Um, so, uh, so I built the garage just to uh, was to stop her moaning. Let's be honest about it. Uh, built the garage. So, and part of the idea behind that was so I could do the masterclass and make a sort of studio in there. Mm-hmm. It's just I've had such a crazy year with work, and I've been away an awful lot and whatever. Uh, so uh, next year, that's another thing which is coming back uh, because I get so many comments. Uh, and one thing that does do is that it, it opens up the whole arena, if you like, to people who aren't just into motorbikes, but who are into the camera side of things, yeah, like yeah, yeah. vloggers and everything. And again, because of what I do, uh, you know, I sort of do know a thing uh, about cameras, a um, thing or two about cameras. So it's it, it's nice to get those people in and start asking me camera things rather than just the motorbike things, you know. Nice. So. Um, in fact, if I'm if I'm totally honest, I'm much more comfortable answering ca- uh, questions about cameras than I am <laughs> motorbikes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I I'm I'm not remotely uh, mechanical. I love being on the bike and everything, but you know, when when people start asking questions, I chat to you about different types of engines and all these yeah. kind of things. I just kind of go, but it looks nice. <laughs> 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 you know, yeah, and it feels nice to ride, so yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it, uh, it's, really... it's funny you talk about that, but the, you did a you did a video on the the Insta 360, and just mm-hmm. where to position it and how it get different shots in the bike and stuff like that. And I remember, obviously, Ian had the X2, and I bought the X3, and when I bought the X3, yeah. I watched that, and I was like, 
oh, right, I just need to buy myself a couple of clamps and we're ready to go. And yeah, I, I did, I did, um, I did one of Bruce's tours this year around the kind of the whole of Scotland, and literally Brilliant. just had my three sixty. And a, and a wee GoPro 8 Black just for recording some like kind of near the wheels kind of stuff. But the 360 Perfect. pretty much captured everything. And it was and it was ideal. Yeah, okay, you've got obviously the editing side that you've got to go in. But you can use that same footage in multiple different ways. It's really, really clever for that. So, yeah. but it, It's amazing. I, I mean, as you know, Darren, you need a quick computer um to process those files uh so you know if anybody's out there is thinking of um getting the insta 360 yeah you do need a quick computer to process those files but i always think uh, I, I mean i still remember the days in the tv production land of when we used to have to hire a helicopter to get an aerial shot mm, you know yeah. at cr a crazy <clears throat> expense and now wow. look where we are with drones you know but the same with the insta 360 to get shots like that which looks as though there's a helicopter flying at the side of you yeah. it's it's hollywood stuff yeah. you know it, 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 it even five years ago, shots like that were unthinkable. You'd only see that in a Tom Cruise movie, and now we're all doing it on YouTube. It's yeah, amazing. It's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll, it's just it's, it's it's a bit like more biking, isn't it? Cameras and videography. It's it's one of those hobbies that can just grow so many arms and legs. And in your case, it's not a hobby; it's a job, it's a career. Yeah, but yeah. you know, but you know, I mean, I spent a lot of time on movie sets because my son's an actor when he was younger, and ah. they, and that just that just got me the bug for anything to do with film you know yes, and, yeah. and, and everything but it's just but it's just an excuse to buy another gadget i absolutely love it it's such a good hobby i i totally concur and do you know what i i think is hilarious then since i've been into this youtube lark and you know i i've met so many incredible people in the three years that i've been youtubing um, but what is really weird the weird science which knits us all together were so similar in so many ways. Like, uh, you know, we love the camera gear, we love the motorbikes, we love the drones, we love any. Well, it's boys and toys, let's say. Ah, yeah, yeah, so, totally, yeah. Uh, and that's what <laughs> yeah. it comes down to. Uh, but it's unbelievable how many of us uh, uh, have the same passion, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Aye. As you love say, it. it's that, it's, there's a meme where it's like little boys, and I think they're like, 11 years old and they're on their BMXs and stuff and it's like well, we go for a ride and then you fast forward like 30 <laughs> years and it's just grown ass men going well, we go for a ride yeah. oh, just, right. there's no difference <laughs> you know, just this, we never we never <laughs> grow up we really never grow up no yeah and, and I hope it always stays that way absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah. I'm, I, I, I don't know what age you boys are but I'm sort of uh, well I, I, I'm not sort of I am 53 and already I'm thinking you know, I probably if I'm lucky, I might get another seven years out of my career. By the time I hit sixty, what am I going to do then? And that's part of the reason I'm YouTubing with the motorbikes. Because I just, again, because of my job and everything, I have the travel bug. You know, I've mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, uh, I've travelled a lot. I'm fortunate enough to say that, and I, I know that I will definitely not be able to sit down in my rocking chair looking at the open fire when I'm sixty or whatever. I, I, I know. I, in fact, I'm going to be a bloody nightmare because whatever my wife is thinking about doing, I'm going to be off. You know, to, to, to me, I mean, you know. Uh, ho hopefully health permitting touch wood. Uh, I just I can't wait for the for, for that new world to open. You know, I and I'll, yeah, I'll be absolutely. more of a free spirit than I am now. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 totally. You know I mean I think the the minute you retire 
it's the the world's your oyster. Just pack your bike and go. I know that's one of the yeah. first things I'll be doing. Do you know what I mean? And I've yeah. said that mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm in a job and I've been in my job for a number of years. And should they ever make me redundant, I am taking the first month off and my paycheck, and I'm just going to disappear on my bike for a month. <laughs> my wife might not yeah, like yeah. that idea, but you know what I mean that's just the way it is. <laughs> she can always just, join see, us. just say. You just say your job hunting in other parts of the country, that's all. So I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Other parts of the world, I was thinking, but <laughs> other parts of the world. I mean, yeah. Where are you now? Well, 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 there's one I'd love to ask. Am I am I allowed to ask a lot of you yes. questions? Go Absolutely. for it. Yes. Right. Where is the place uh, when you retire and you get your big fat check? Uh, where is the place you'd visit first? Where in the world would you go first on a motorbike? Norway. Oh. Norway. Yep. Yeah. And what about you, Ian? Uh, New Zealand. Oh no, no, wow. I've been, I've, I've been to New Zealand. Yeah, I've, 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 I've seen New Zealand, but I didn't have a motorcycle at the time. So to yeah. get to New Zealand and go on South Island, you know, all the way through, you know, the the glaciers and all that, and all these bits and bobs. Yeah, just spend a whole couple of months in New Zealand, without a doubt, hundred percent. That's 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 the one for me. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. Hopefully, your dreams will come true, boys. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping let's get it done before we retire, and then we can pick somewhere else when we retire. Yeah, you know when I look at the likes of uh, of Bruce and Richie, and indeed Andy uh, Missenden Flyer. In fact, Andy's just released his new series on uh, Japan. Mm. And when I see some of the places the boys go, I I, I keep thinking, oh, my God, I I just need some more subscribers. And then hopefully the money will increase and then I can go off and do things like that. Ah, Exactly. (laughs) Although I don't know how I don't know how TMF does it. He did Alaska earlier in the year. Which yeah, was like, yeah. you know what I mean, and it's like, jeez, oh, do you know what I mean? So, uh, he does his, <laughs> he does his fair bit of tricks. Do you know what I mean? So, fair play to the boys. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Fair play. I tell you what, they're living life. They're living life. <laughs> Every morning, I get stuck in the M50, which is the ring road around Dublin, and I'm sat there for two hours, static. I keep thinking, I wonder where those boys are now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably at this yes. time of year, sitting in the house editing. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah, the, the, right. yeah, the, yeah. the terabytes of data that they've got, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Trying to get the latest that's video right. updated, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, did we say TMF has just moved away from GoPro? He's gone with um, uh, uh, DJI oh, has he? Uh, cameras. Uh, yeah, oh, has he? They, they, they were letting him down far too much. Um, you know, he was losing files and... Uh, uh, losing audio and whatever else. So he, mm-hmm. he made the switch. And I know Bruce... Uh, is thinking about doing the same as well um, yeah, because his GoPros, are, well, his battery, he posted something on uh, social media recently. His lithium batteries for the GoPro look like they're about to explode. They've had so much use, you know. Wow. Uh, he bought the he bought the Adventure <clears throat> batteries as well, which are supposed to be better and give you, you know, I mean, they're supposed to be much better lifespan and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, I was quite shocked when he put that up. Do you know what I mean? He's, um, yeah. But yeah, it just shows you. Do you know what I mean? And I know Richie's had problems with his just randomly seizing yeah. up and stopping. So that's don't great. get me going. Don't get me going about GoPro. Oh my god, uh, it, it, it's a rant. I just can't stop myself. 
Yeah, mm. it's not that. You, uh, you, from taking you, part in, you look at you, know. you look at the Action Four, and then this new Ace Pro, and it's just the, it's got a bigger, they both get bigger sensor, yeah. the magnetic lock thing, yeah. and all that. So, I, yeah, I, I mean that that alone is enough to change over to that system. It's I, fantastic, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that whole business of taking the GoPro out of the cage because of the logs, then just to change a battery. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, got, I've got a DJI Action too, which I just, I just love for that whole just clip on, clip off, clip on, clip off. That's the uh, that was the cubed uh, version, yeah. Here, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, know, yeah. I never tried one of them, but uh, yeah, that again, that was, you know, thinking outside the box when they designed that, and it was totally mm. different for the for the time. And you still use that, do you? On and off, yeah. I can. I, yeah. I use it more for. I, I'll I'll do some. I do like wedding videos and a video stuff for people's. Can I shows and things like that oh, so, right. I was, so i use it for lots of you yeah. can add quirky stuff so you know time lapsey things and hyperlapse and those kind of things and i use it for that kind of stuff to maybe make kind of b-roll and fillers for you know before we get into the actual kind of crux of the actual wedding or whatever it is so you know so it's the oh, hand for, for those kind of things um so yeah, yeah. also so, you are uh, uh, so you're very techy as well i yes, rest my uh, case yeah. for all the things yeah, same i know totally absolutely um, but 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 also we're also planning to come over to Ireland next year with our for a for oh, a well, tour. Give me a shout, will you? you know? Yeah, absolutely. I heard you say that actually on one of your recent uh, podcasts. <clears throat> I think you were taking the piss out of Daniel O'Donnell as well at the same time. So. <laughs> possibly, yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But, Quite but, possibly, but, but, everyone's fair game. Mm. I mean, I've, yeah, I've been yeah, across, no, he, I've been no, across a few absolutely. times. You know, I've been across Ireland a few times right. and. Because uh, my brother lives in Derry, so um, so I'll kind of maybe ah. go across two or three times a year and, and go and visit him. So um, and I've done wee bits of the Wild Atlantic Way up in Donegal, but um, but to, we're, we're planning to do the whole kind of Wild Atlantic Way, really, aren't we? Up from the from down south, yeah, all we'll, the way up. Yeah, the, again, I mean, the plan was we'll get across, we'll do the kind of Wicklow Mountains, and then we'll head down towards Kinsale, and then we'll kind of start the whole Wild Atlantic Way and kind of come up there and finish, obviously, up and up and and. Derry, London, Derry. Um, just because obviously Ian's brother's up there, so it's a good chance to catch up with him. However, the plan was then shifted very slightly when someone yes. brought out an, an assurance series and we decided, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, we're right at Ackle Island. We might as well just cut across and go on and then come back off again. So we've added that onto the onto the trip yeah. as well. Again, yeah, totally, off the yeah. back of obviously that good, series good. you put up. And then I had to go and watch the Banshees of an assurance, <laughs> which I hadn't seen, and sat there and watched it and went, oh, Dave was there. <laughs> Dave was there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fun. So you did it the other way around. So you I did it the other YouTube way, but video, yeah. Then watched the feature Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which was it was it was you know such why a I made that. Uh, the, I I love the movie, oh, but again, uh, it, it is a bit marmite. Love it or hate it, um, but uh, the reason I made that is because there was nothing on YouTube um, called Inner Sharon. Obviously, the Banshees of Inner Sharon and Inner Sharon is a made up name. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of the Americans who come to Ireland, especially the Wild Atlantic Way, that area every year, <clears throat> I just knew there'd be a, a, a huge amount of people searching for Inner Sharon. Uh, so that's why I made the series and then called it Inner Sharon. So hopefully when they want to go there, my video will pop up first. So I don't that's know if that's genius. actually working. Well, I'll tell you, a genius in the making here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so next year, and uh, this is the other thing, I've reached out to the tourist board, uh, board Falcher here in Ireland to say, listen, made this series of videos. 
if you want to promote it, feel free to do so. I've done it for the Americans, basically, coming over here. I've pointed out a few points of interest. They might be interested to see this before they come over next year. Never heard a word back. Of course not. No. So, uh, <laughs> you know... <laughs> <laughs> well, but uh, uh, but I, I you know I, I don't know what goes on there. I suspect uh, they get inundated with the amount of people who've been to a place and then take photographs or make videos and then send them off to board vulture. I'm sure they don't even open the emails at this stage. Mm. But anyway, well, it does, why, it, should, it, why why it, why, why yeah. should I be anything different? Why should I be anything special? Is it is it only took me two back. weeks to edit? Yeah, is there a way you can market that though to say this video is so good that it that you know that it's that it's higher quality than anything you get from the Irish tourist board? You know? <laughs> the, the way the way the way Monty Python marketed was it was it it was banned in Norway, so the Sweden marketed the life of Brian is so controversial it's been banned in Norway. That's how they that's how they marketed it in Sweden. Yeah, so oh, you, there must see. be some yeah. must be something you can think about there. You know. You know. Oh no, no! That's where I need a marketing guru. All I can yeah. do is make the bloody stuff, and I need somebody else to sell it. Yeah. Sell it, yeah. Is there anybody? Yeah. Is there anybody else that you think we should definitely, absolutely must see where we're there, knowing that we're going to come down through Wicklow, head kind of Cork and a Kinsale, and end up the World Atlantic Way? Anything you, anything else you would say you have to see this? Yeah, well, uh, you, you said it at the beginning of your sentence there, Wicklow. Go through the, um, the um, what do they call it? The Wicklow uh, Sally Gap in Wicklow. It's the old military road through the Wicklow Mountains. It's it's spectacular. And the Guinness Lake is there, the famous Guinness Lake. Uh, the Guinness family once owned the estate. They only sold it recently. Uh, uh, but from the air, take that new drone you have there, Ian. <laughs> uh, because from the air, the lake um, on this estate looks like a pint of Guinness. And they imported white sand to um, to be at one edge of the lake. So from the air, when they were flying over it in the helicopters, as they did back then before drones, it would look like a pint of Guinness as they were coming in to land at the house. Uh, so that's all part of the Sally Gap. That's amazing. My other favourite untapped area right at the bottom of the Wild Atlantic Way is West Cork. There's a place called Gugon Barra. Um no. And uh, that whole peninsula down there, I always call it the Irish Riviera. It, uh, uh, honest to God, it, many parts of it are untapped. The scenery is absolutely stunning. And because it's in the Gulf Stream, um, you, you'll you see flowers like you would never see anywhere uh, else on Ireland and, well, well in, in some parts of Europe, indeed. Uh, it, the, the scenery is amazing. And if, if the weather, of course, like anywhere on Ireland, if the weather is right, then it's just incredible. We have a famous uh, comedian here, Tommy Tiernan, very, very funny man. Very he funny famously man. said, you know, uh, he said, if only you could put a roof on Ireland, it would be the best place on earth. And he's dead right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, years ago, I used to go to Kinsale a lot. I, I love mm. I love Kinsale and then down Clonakilty, you know, you yes. go on to kind of Ross Carberry and all these kinds. And in fact, yeah. it was at Sherkin Island. One time we went out to Sherkin Island and uh, from Baltimore and we were in the, the hotel there. And it's, 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 the, what I love about Ireland is somebody went up to the bar and said, I think, I think we were over there in the kind of June, July time. And they said, what time did the bar shut? And the barman says, about October. <laughs> you know, no <laughs> No place in the island, nothing but just like that. Nah, October. We close about October. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, that'll it, be right. Yeah, yeah. It's, 
you know, all these band chains, Skibbity, and all these kind of places just love that neck of the woods. You're absolutely right. It's just absolutely stunning down there. But I've never been down yeah. on a motorbike. I was, you know, you drive down and spend time, you know, drinking yeah. lots of uh, lots of pints of, uh, oh, pints, of Murph- Murph- pints of Murphy's down there. Oh, isn't it, you know? oh, well, of course, yeah, yeah. If you're in Cork, you have to have the Murphys. <laughs> got the yeah, Murphys, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a Guinness no, man, I, but, I, but yeah, but when I'm down there, I kind of, I kind of, yeah. You have to partake. Keep to it'll keep the locals happy anyway. Um, exactly. But no, exactly. I, I just I love riding the bike down there. I, I, I in fact I was in Kinsale only two nights ago, um, and it's not the same when you're not on a motorbike, of course. Uh, but no, the scenery down there is just it, it's amazing. And you know, again, one of my retirement plans is I'm very fortunate that I don't feel as though I have to travel to other countries to get that motorcycle experience uh, because it's right here on the doorstep here in Ireland uh, and yeah in many ways and I've said this on a lot of my earlier videos it's so untapped I know the Wild Atlantic Way is becoming huge uh, and in many ways a victim of its own success because if you time it wrong sort of June or July uh, it's not much fun when you're out on a motorbike because the traffic and the, the tourism, don't mm, get me wrong, mm. which is fantastic for the area, but it's not much fun to do it. I prefer to do that sort of stuff, you know, at the tail end of the summer uh, when the kids go back to school, September, October. Uh, and we've, we had some great weather here in October uh, and I was off on my travels then. And it, it was, it's, it, I mean, there are still places in Ireland um, like, uh, let me think, like, like Gugon Barra, and then over the um, uh, going up the side, uh, where's that? Oh, Ballyvorney, uh, places like that. Um, where you, uh, uh, one of the passes I did actually, uh, what was the name of it? Uh, Priest's Leap, and that's the road from Bantry Bay into Kerry. Um, mm. I, I spent a day doing that, and I think I saw two cars. And one of those cars had a farmer in it who was tending to his sheep. So there are places in Ireland where you can go and not see anybody or traffic. And to me, that's, I suppose, what the biggest thing about motorcycling is. The escapism, the freedom, the scenery. Uh, it's just beautiful. Well, you know what I'm talking about, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, and, and you see in Ireland especially, you know, I was in Belmillet out the way um a couple of months ago and yeah i think when i left kind of sligo and um was going along i think you could count your one hand the number of cars that you met heading yeah. heading yeah. along that road it was great it was so yeah. so good well yeah. uh, well bell mullet's fantastic that whole peninsula uh, yeah. uh, in, in in north mayo over there what's that um rock stack the separated rock stack um oh something yeah you can see head. it can you oh yeah, I mean, I, that, that's an incredible place to go. Uh, uh, listen, <laughs> I could be here all night talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. It oh, I know, I know. It's a whole... Maybe we should maybe we should send this podcast to the Irish tourist board. Maybe that would do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. They probably just send us a link to the Inishirin series. Black, just check this out. It's fine. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, uh... We had we had one of our regular listeners who, when he heard you were coming on, was desperate to ask this question. He he hounded me on the DMs and says you need to ask this question, and I said right, okay, I'll ask it. So he sent me through the question, and he sent me through a couple of options. It's multiple choice. 
but you can add your own answer in, right? So this is Ivor. If you're listening, this is this is your question, mate, right? So he said, "How do you get permission from the good wife to have so many bikes? Is it a she's not allowed in a man cave slash garage, so she's no clue how many you've got? Is it B she is phenomenally wealthy and doesn't care how you spend your pocket money? Is it C compared to other hobbies like yachts and aeroplanes, <coughs> TMF?" It's actually relatively cheap, or is it? You're just so amazing in bed that you you cannot do anything wrong. So it's either one of those, all of those, or something different. <laughs> well, of course, it's D. <laughs> <laughs> it's the right answer. Uh, Tell him what he's won. She, uh, listen, she 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 doesn't even know I've got one motorbike. So, yeah. so uh, it's just. J- j- <laughs> Just D, yeah. I'll go with D. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you, uh, you know what? Uh, uh, in all in all seriousness, and it, it, this harps back to the flying days and everything. My wife rides horses. Now, in my mind, that's far more dangerous than motorbikes because you're talking about two brains, okay? <laughs> uh, and I tried riding horses very badly once, and I fell off more than I actually stayed on. And I, I, I thought, why would anybody do this? Um, and sorry for all you horse riding uh, lovers, lovers out there, but in my mind, riding a bike is far safer. So anytime my wife gives out to me about ride, riding motorbikes, I just say, ah, no, let me have a little word with you, darling. And <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, and that redresses the balance straight away. So, so, mm-hmm. so, Basically, yeah, I can ride as many bikes as I like. Yeah, perfect. That is perfect. Nice. Yeah, that is nice. It's good to have leverage, isn't it? It's good to have leverage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. it is. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 uh, I, I don't know what I would do if she didn't ride horses. So, <laughs> <laughs> grovel, grovel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, the. Again, I'm going to use this as a final question because obviously I don't want to keep us here all night, and I, I guarantee, and I think back when we get into January and you get a new bike registered, I think we should do this again and book at least a good three or four hours because I think we could have a right good laugh and we'll get some drinks in and stuff and have a right good conversation. I'm um, yeah. But I'll use this as a kind of last kind of question. Um, 2024 is coming. Obviously, we know you're going to register your new bike, and there'll be loads of videos on the new bike, I am sure. But is there any big things you've got planned? Anything you want to drop little hints on? Any exclusives? Or is it just much more of the same? Uh, and a, a, um, final, a final pitch to the Irish Tourist Board. Anything <laughs> you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, um, uh, I've got a couple of projects on. All right. Um, first of all, I've mentioned the Route 66. That is the big one. Um, I would have loved to have gone off uh, with Richie Vida on one of his tours because he's um, doing five uh, tours of the Picos Mountains in northern Spain next year. I think it's pretty much full up, and uh, my diary is certainly looking full up anyway with work. So I'm not sure that's going to happen. But one thing, and it's been a, a a bit of a dream of mine, and I don't know where I got the idea from, but I happened to mention it um, actually when I was on Bruce's uh, show, that, uh, what's it called, Brew Time. Brew Time. And I mentioned it to Bruce, and he went, and because uh, you boys were on that as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, and Bruce went quiet when I mentioned it. And he said, uh, when you plan on doing that, I said, well, within the next year or two. 
And he said, damn, he said, myself and Chopsy are uh, talking about doing that. And the idea was this. Um, I would have loved to have gone out for a slice of pizza uh, on a motorbike, but I was going to travel to Naples uh, nice. to, to, uh, for the slice of pizza. And I, 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 again, this goes back to me saying how much I love researching and planning the route and everything. So I was going to be doing, it was a 21 countries was it 16 countries in 21 days um, there and back? Uh, and it was going to be hardcore. Uh, and then I was in the uh, realm of getting sponsorship and everything. Uh, but then next year, it's just, uh, I, I, there's a lot of changes in me um, TV career. Just the whole landscape of television production is changing. And because I'm freelance, mm -hmm. I have to be around a lot more next year just to, well, just to try and save me career in many ways. <laughs> so <laughs> I have to be around a lot more. So so the trip to Naples isn't going to happen next year. So uh, it, with Route 66 happening um, and then the ABR Festival, oh, I'm doing another um, for the Jigsaw Charity, um, what I did this year, we rode around Ireland. Uh, um, we travelled all the way around Ireland. Uh, took three or four days. And uh, so I'm doing that again for the Jigsaw charity um, next year as well. So there's sort of three or four things already um, on the um, on the agenda. Um, so other than that, there'll be nothing else big. But I want to bring back the, the, the Masterclass uh, camera stuff. I've a, a great idea for a new summer series. It doesn't involve ice cream, uh, but uh, it'll be equally as quirky. Uh, and then, um, you know, I've um, I, I've already given you one exclusive. Uh, uh, so I, I might as well give you another. I might as well give you another one. But if the GS does go... Um, I'm looking at the new uh, Africa Twin, the um, the, oh. the more road, the more road biased one for 24 with the smaller front wheel, the 19 inch front wheel, lower chassis, which would suit me perfectly, of course. So somebody called me vertically challenged last week. How dare they? How and there wasn't they? even a subscriber. It was somebody in my day job who I'd never met before, and I was trying to climb over a, a, a cattle a railing thing. And I had the camera on my shoulder, you know. He said, you never get over. And I said, what What do you mean? He says, well, you're vertically challenged. I thought, you cheeky sod. <laughs> Good things come in small <laughs> so packages. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the the lowered Africa twin. Well, I've been sat on it. Again, that's another one I took a real shine to at the, the bike show when I sat on it. The Africa Twin, and again, I'm I'm vertically challenged, you know. So, um, you'll hear you'll hear in our podcast, I I moan about seat height every single bike. The first thing I say is, what's the seat height? What is the seat what height? Is... I need to know what the seat height is. Yeah, yeah. We, know, we don't we uh, don't even yeah. say vertically challenged. We just say Ian's a short arse. Ah, so, that's you mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll, that's the I'll, term. Africa Twin, Africa Twin, because I'm at the point where I can look at trading next year and. Um, Africa Twin is on my short list to go and test ride because I, I genuinely think it's a yeah. it's a lovely looking yeah. thing. Do you know what I mean? Cracking looking bike. Yeah, but interesting to see just It's a cracking looking bike. Aye. Although you will you get the will you get the 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 Africa the adventure sport in the UK is only coming in DCT. But the rest and it's of the, the same but, here as well. It's the same there, yeah. Because I know certain parts of Europe they're yeah. getting the manual version as well, which just is bizarre. Yeah. It must be. I can only assume it's something to do with Euro Five or Euro Six or whatever's coming next. But exactly, yeah, it's weird. 
Um, uh, 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 to be honest, I uh, I wouldn't mind the DCT. Uh, if it was my only bike, I wouldn't like it. But I think, like, especially with the street triple there, you, you, you know, for you know, winding way up the box and everything, I've got all the fun there and that. I think I'd love... I know what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to replace the GS with something as good as the GS. And I've never ridden, obviously, the new Africa Twin, so I don't know how I'll feel on it. Um, you know, um, if it's as comfortable um, as the GS... I'd be very excited about it. I can't wait to ride one. Hopefully I'll get a chance. Apparently they're arriving in uh, Ireland in springtime, March or April. Um, and um, I've been told I can be one of the first to ride that. Uh, but uh, so if if that happens, if that comes to fruition, um, I've uh, a few plans with that as well. Watch this space. <laughs> <Ta -da>! another, <laughs> another, another unveil. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, from the from the podcasts I've heard uh, from you boys, sometimes you do that little drum roll. Yeah, we do. do I a haven't heard drum that roll. yet. Or no. do you add that in post? No, no, no. I usually add that in here as a drum roll. Uh, is that it there? That's the one. That's yeah. That's it. Yeah, we usually <laughs> add that in. Very good. That that and our, that and we usually <laughs> throw in a few danger zones and all sorts of weird stuff. So, but yeah, we. <laughs> I was I've completely neglected the board tonight, unfortunately, um, just because you know I mean we had so much to get through, um, and I think there's still yeah. there's probably yeah. still about another thirty questions that we could go through because there's just loads of stuff that we would quite <laughs> happily spend ages talking about. But again, I think we we had yeah. Buddy the biker dog on, and I'd literally said to him, "Listen, it'll probably take about an hour. We're, we're looking at it too much. It was about three hours we sat there just chatting and chatting, and it could have been on and on." And poor Buddy was sitting there, he was crying, needing the toilet, oh, the God. poor wee right, thing, and it was like, right, let's dogs, just, let's just stop, crossed, right, yeah. let's just stop, let's just think. <laughs> so I was like, I had to eat, right, we'll keep it to the 90 minutes, and then what we can do is plan something else later next year, once your 765's on the road, and there's more, and we'll get something. Well, I'm up for that, lads, yeah, no, so, I'm totally up for that. Brilliant, amazing. Always yeah, good, cool. always good to have you on. Dave, listen... Thanks very much for coming on. It's, it has been an absolute privilege chatting to you. And it's just, again, it's one of those ones I feel, I don't want to say starstruck because I know you don't like blowing your own trumpet, but having watched your content for a while now um, and absolutely loving it, I just, I'm so grateful that you've you've came on and had a chat with us. Um, yeah. And again, hopefully you get a little boost in the old subscriber ratings from the guys that we've got on our channel or and that listen to Brilliant. the podcast that, that don't know or aren't aware of you yet we will obviously put in all your links and stuff and get get as many guys over because i think you I mean some of the content you put out is absolutely beautiful again the, the the causeway coastal stuff was just it was lovely it was absolutely it you'd said it was i think 40 45 minutes each episode it certainly didn't feel like that i yeah. sat and watched it and it was just like mesmerized it was just such a good such a good little series and there's loads of that so yeah keep up the good work mate Honestly, it's 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 yeah, it's it's good stuff. <clears throat> yeah, very kind. I, I I'm only delighted this is uh, audio only because I'm sitting here with uh, I'm blushing and me and me head is three times the size. So uh, I really appreciate your, your kind yeah. words. Give it give it a few minutes before you go try on a new helmet. Then we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> very good. No, uh, no, I, I, I'm honoured uh, that you wanted me to come on. I always love talking about anything to do with motorbikes and then especially cameras as well so uh, an absolute pleasure lads 
And uh, yeah, I, I do you know what I'm going to do when this goes out? I'll be on the sub. I'll be on the analytics on you on YouTube. I'm saying I only check them once a week. I'll be checking them for the, <laughs> you know, I'll be checking them incessantly to see how many new subscribers you got me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if, if it's loads, be sure and remember and tell the Irish Tourist Board. You know what I mean that you get extra. So, yeah. um, we might actually tag the Irish Tourist Board on this just to make uh, see uh, if that helps. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, listen. There's two pints of black stuff waiting for you over here, boys. Next year, yeah. Hope oh, we'll your yeah. name on it. We will. We, I don't think we're planning to head over. I think in May we're going to finalise the dates. Can over the Christmas period. Yeah. Um. Uh. We've got one of our listeners coming with us. Um. I think there's three, possibly four of us coming. Um. But yeah, we'll we'll speak to you in the new year, mate. And um, we'll we'll get another session in. And then if you're about when we're coming over then it'd be great to meet up, even if it is just a quick half hour or couple hours. If you want to tag along and ride with us, or if we need to take a little detour just to see you, we will we will accommodate a we'll, detour. We'll, we will put that in, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I'd love That's that. a must. Yeah. That's I, a I, must. I, I, don't, I, I don't need an excuse. Just uh, <laughs> give me a bit of time before you head over, and I'll move things aside to make that happen. I'd love that, lads. Ah, uh, yeah. Amazing. Gentleman, so thanks. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a million. You're very good. And uh, no, I'm honoured to be on. Thanks a million. Dave, thanks very much, mate. Away and get yourself some tea and a pint of the black stuff or whatever it is takes up your Saturday night. It's going to be a takeaway curry tonight. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Good shout. I'm working tomorrow. I'm working down in um, County Kerry tomorrow. So I've got a four hour drive tomorrow morning. So, um, that's, yeah, uh, I think that's enough uh, time to let all those uh, uh, Indian gases escape me before I actually arrive on location. <laughs> yeah, get, keep keep your window down. Keep your window down. <laughs> Gas yourself before you get there. Yeah, not a good idea. <laughs> Dave, thanks again, mate, and um, we will speak to you soon. I'll let you know. We'll tag you on this when it goes out and stuff. Um, it should be hopefully in the next couple of days because I'll be, quick on the editing tomorrow um and hopefully get it edited now so oh, good man. and get some get the we'll get a little intro well, thing actually, and we'll yeah, paste it it, 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 if you let me know brilliant now let me know and i'll uh i'll tag it and promote it at my end as well that would be brilliant oh amazing thank you so you're much. a gentleman yeah no thank you boys yeah enjoy no your problem. saturday night i really mate. enjoyed that yeah i'm in the mood for a guinness now yeah, <laughs> Guinness and a curry. I was yeah, going to say I'm in the mood for a curry. Uh, I'm, I'm off. I'm off to work in an hour's time. So there we go. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. One of my well, many. I'm gonna one go of my many lick, joys. I'm gonna go. And, I'm gonna go and lick me street triple one more time <laughs> before I go out and get the curry. That's it. You, you really you don't want to lick it after you've had the curry. You don't no, want to. No, my damage. You don't want to smell around the seat. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, it's already yellow, so it's grand. Ah, you're fine. Now you're, on, sorted. you're sorted. <laughs> oh, oh, it's oh, good yeah. to meet you. All the best. You too. Cheers, Dave. Yes, Dave. Cheers, Dave. Talk cheers, soon, mate. Thank you. All the best. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Bye. 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 That's it for episode 42. A little pre-Christmas special. We hope you enjoyed that. Again, massive thanks to Dave from Really Good TV. Um, we'll put his links to his YouTube and his Instagram in the description below. Um, again, we'll get more time with Dave probably in the new year um, when we've got much more time to go through some actual good stuff um, and hopefully he's got his new bike uh, up and registered. 
Um, again, this next episode coming up, which will be episode 43, sh- probably the last of 2023 before we stop for Christmas, and it'll be our usual rant of the year episode in which we'll have a few special guests appearing for that one. But again, massive thanks to everyone who listens, follows, and comments. Remember, these are just the opinions of a group of average bikers. Uh, so a big huge thank you from all of us here yeah if you enjoyed it please like share and more importantly subscribe if you want to get in touch with questions or a possible big question then please email us at averagebikersinacave at outlook.com stay in touch visit our Facebook page our Instagram page like us follow us wave at us twick us pinch us whatever it is poke us <laughs> all these things you know what I mean uh, because, uh, because we, we just love to be poked by our fans who doesn't so you know what I mean there we go so um, again huge thank you folks for everyone listening so um, until next time we will see you in the next episode so remember until next time only a biker understands why a dog sticks his head out of a car window the diamond dogs have struck again